Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Well, welcome to our online conversation. Um, I'm your host, Tammy Pike, and I'm so excited to have the one and only, the creator of Enlightened Conversations, Michelle Lightworker, as my first guest. So thank you. <laughs> um, so just a little bit about um, Michelle. Michelle Lightworker is an enlightenment activist who aims to raise the vibration of the planet through her TV shows, Enlightenment Conversation. Um, and one conversation at a time. Her life is dedicated to humanity to reclaim their unity consciousness that we can work in collaboration for the highest good of all. Her company, Lightworker Reflections, founded in 2010 with her husband, Tony, supports courses, books, magazines, TV shows, podcasts, films, creative projects, and businesses who aim to reach this evolving mission. Michelle and Tony are big on loving big. They believe that the darkness and lightness within us all serves to our awakening. Through unconditional love and creating inner peace, we create world peace. <gasps> so welcome, Michelle, and thank you for joining me today. <laughs> oh, you are welcome, Tammy. I feel really excited to be, like, on your show. It's really cool. <laughs> It's been amazing in the whole um, journey of this, I guess, you know, being um, a guest and getting so inspired about what you're doing to want to do it myself and, um, you know, how we talk about intuition and we will be talking more about that um, on most of the shows that I'm hosting is how we follow our intuition. But I had that feeling that I wanted to create a conversation that I get to have with amazing other high vibers or, you know, people on the same wavelength who help me as well as, you know, me being able to talk to them and, you know, really getting their message out as well as learning and sharing. It's just amazing. So thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Just You're preaching to the converted who's got goosebumps all over her right now. So for me, it's been exactly that that excitement and journey and, and it's gotten more exciting as I've gone along. I had, I don't think I had any idea. I think once you're actually like on the show and you get it, like how powerful it is, then it's, it's, a, it's a bit like it, it, it catches you and you go, Oh, okay. I get this. And then, and then, yeah, you go into, I guess into the heart space more around it. Not, Cause I think with, with some kind of being a guest or being a host or whatever it is, sometimes you can think headspace, headspace. Okay, can I do it? Do you know, what am I going to be like as a guest? You know, da 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 The reality is when you just turn up and be yourself, which is what we're actually encouraging people to do and to hold space and not to be kind of rehearsed and um, scripted and all that kind of stuff, just creating that space for spirit to come through. Oh, my God, it brings out the best in people. I believe it brings out the best in people. And so we get to witness that like as hosts as well as experience as guests and then pass that on to everybody which is so exciting it's amazing and like after i was a guest on your show it's like you know a week or two i was just going this was just phenomenal like it was just in me and i think really helped me 
um, you know, create that more higher thinking and feeling as well. Because you do, once you're talking to someone and there you get to bounce off each other, it just creates this spark and this growth within both of you, doesn't it? Oh my God, it so does. And I actually feel like the movement rather than the show, you know, enlightened conversations, I feel like it's a movement to really demonstrate to people that when you actually create that space to have the conversation like that initial one, it's like what you just said. It's like, it's sort of like plants something, something in you, but then it actually grows. It's, it, it's something that actually evolves and lives on after you've experienced it. And I believe it's, it's, it's got its own vibrational frequency in like in conversations. I feel like it really wants to spread itself like massively across the planet to create different ways of us communicating with one another um, and encourage enlightened points of view on every single situation. So it's exciting because it's like an adventure. Not only are you turning up for it yourself and these little seeds are planted, but then you get to see them actually sprout and grow in different directions with different with everybody else, which is phenomenally exciting and a real joyride, really, for me. <laughs> And that's something I also want to um, talk about because so I know a bit about you because I've been following you for a long time as well as, you know, being part of your light work of practitioner training, which I love, um, as well as many other things being part of your light work advocate magazine. And so I really get, you know, um, you know, the amazingness and what you're bringing to this world, though, I really want to share with people how much you really follow your intuition because I don't think, like, I haven't met many people who do so, but the one who stands out is you. And you have been doing this for 20 years. And for what I've read and what you've shared with us, that, you know, things happen to start with, like, with different courses and things that you did. You didn't know what was going on. And you just, spirit said, do this. And you're like, okay. And you had no idea. So I would love for you to share, I guess, for people who are getting stuck in the mindset of the seven steps to success in their business, seven, you know, how to have a uh, fulfilling life by following these rules, because really there are no rules for anyone. It's following our own flow, our own intuition, our own inner guidance um, to creating that life that we're wanting. And you're there. You're, you are the epitome of following your guidance for to get now to where you're just expanding beyond imagination. You have created this amazing business that's touching so many people's lives, but also you are joyful. You are full. You're not, you know, empty. You haven't run yourself down. And, you know, how can you please explain to us, I guess, your story um, about this and, yeah, how you feel about it? Absolutely. Look, you know, a few things jumped out as you were speaking then, and I think the first thing that jumped out is to probably start at, at the at the where I am now, um, because I think people will get a lot out of what I'm about to say next. Is that it's like when you say, "Look what you're doing, Michelle. You're living it. You're there. You've made it," kind of thing, um, and you're joyful. Um, where I am today is what's happening next, like in my life is none of my business, okay? Mm -hmm. So that is where I am today. And that's, that's the freedom of what I feel is, and if people can actually understand that, if they can actually get that, that you know what? You might not be conscious of all the things that you're capable of doing, like today, tomorrow, the next day, five years, 10 years, 
So how about you just say, well, I am actually willing to turn up and do that next thing so that I can allow my infinite potential to unfold. And sometimes the guidance that comes through, it's extraordinarily detailed. Like this morning, I had extraordinarily detailed information about what I was to do next because my next growth and my next expansion or my next spiritual assignment that spirit has delivered to me and very clearly delivered to me is um, I'm learning about production, which I've, you know, I'm, I'm a novice at, but I have absolute 100 million percent confidence that spirit will send me the information, the people, the tools, the whole lot, that that will be easy. I just know it. I know it in my heart. I know it right now. It's going to be awesome. And because I'm sharing where I am right now, because that's like a microcosm of the attitude that's actually been the thread that's I basically have followed. Um, or could I just say have struggled to follow because there have been times where I would say, well, my will versus higher self will or universe's will, whatever you want to call it, the itty bitty will versus the higher self will that knows exactly what's required to do next so that the next part of the chapter for the good of all can unfold. That can sometimes be a little bit, bit of a battle. You know, it may well be that the little aspects of self-afraid or the little aspects of myself are... Um, Oh, have put a ceiling on what I could do or put myself in a little box even or aligned myself with people who have put myself in a little box and that's all they see. So that's all I see. And I've got that mirror coming back at me. So uh, along the way, I think it's been the journey of recognizing my little self will versus my higher self will. Um, and also when I make the decision to step into higher self will, uh, a lot of the time, if I haven't got the information, I've just got the guidance. They've just said, this is what we want you to do to turn up for it, we're not going to provide you with the whole picture just now because that would take up too much of your energy and also it would take away from you building your faith muscle. We want you to actually just turn up for the next little bit that you're going to do and do it and you'll be shown the next thing. And so for me, it's been that constant process, Tammy. You know, it hasn't been, um, which has been all aspects of the rainbow, if you can imagine. There have been some times where have been like right now where the production side is, that's very detailed and very earthed. And then there's been other times where I've been asked to block off two weeks in September of 2015, which I did, uh, sorry, 2014, and write the Everyday Light Worker Bible. That's another example, you know, of just turning up and I finished it. I didn't finish the editing. I finished channeling that whole time, channeling two weeks. Um, so just, just turning up and following the guidance has been I think it started for me when I started my Overeaters Anonymous meetings after my eating disorder breakdown in 2000, uh, 1990. Um, and when I went to 12-step fellowships, um, one of their sayings was let go and let God, let go and let God. And step three was um, made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood God. And so for me, it was about, yeah, you know, getting the information, sure, but then handing it over and going, well, I don't need to know how. I just need to be willing just to will, hand the will over, hand the little will over to the, to the higher will. And so for me, that's definitely been a practice in my, my spiritual practice. Um, so I've gotten really good at it because I've practiced. Um, and I, but can I just say back, way back then in the early days, oh, my God, the minute I do that, Tammy, incredible pace. It'd be like, oh, gee, that was easy. 
all I had to do was hand it over, really. And then things would happen, like things would move, you know, um, things would change. And so, you know, I've, I've basically continued to turn up to do that at different times in my life. And I, I feel like nothing we do in our life is ever wasted, ever. Mm. Even if we think, oh, this stupid job I'm in, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, I'm in bloody, you know, in the government asshole of the world or whatever. <laughs> you know, you know how we have that thinking running, yeah. like I'm wasting my bloody time and all that. And my, my answer to that or my opinion on that is that no, but you can actually make use of understanding why you are there to serve you because if you don't understand why you are there to serve you and to strengthen you for your purpose, then you're missing the point. You are, there is a purpose. Have you not found it yet? That's okay. You might, they might even say to you, oh, look, you know what? Just keep going through the motions. Just trust, okay? Maybe that's it. You just have to trust and you're building your faith muscle. But more often than not, if you're willing to know why you're in a certain situation, you'll be shown exactly why you're in a certain situation um, and why you're in that situation for as long as you're in that situation for as well. So a good example of that for me was when I was with child safety for five years and that was after I'd already written the Lightworker Practitioner training um, and delivered it, but I was actually writing all seven training manuals or six training manuals because I'd already written one in 2006. So I was in child safety from 2009 to 2000 and just the end of 2013, so just shy of five years. And in that time though, I wrote six books. Wow. I strengthened... Well, they told me my spiritual purpose of being in child safety was to work, to work in the darkest corner of the world that you could possibly imagine and still bring light, not only to the children, the families, but to the co-workers who I worked a lot with and, and was a peer support officer for. And so I learned a lot through being in child safety. Um, I learned a lot through about learning to hold my light and to understand how I can transform the darkness that was around me so that was amazing it's like you know oh this yeah i was told in 2007 i'd be working in child safety and i got a job in 2009 but i was told two years beforehand <laughs> and uh, i thought what for i had no idea why would i be working in child safety but there you go that's a little bit of my story that's fantastic and i guess you know um i want to be clear too with people who are, are, are watching um it's not about it always being easy and like you said it's about learning to trust and growing that faith muscle and just a little experience for me or well, what i was going through and how i came to be um talking to you about this today is even just last year like with my business i was pushing i was like i need to set goals i have to do this and i have to and it yeah, it wasn't right. It felt so wrong. I felt so pressured. I felt so contained. And also, and also I knew as I had to surrender, but I'm like, if I surrender, I won't get anywhere, you know, blah, blah, blah. you know, thinking in that um, normal uh, mindset in that if you have it all planned out, if you have it all, you know, um, scheduled everything, that's how you're going to succeed. And the more I got into that, the worse I felt the less I actually moved forward, um, everything was out of balance. And then all of a sudden it came to when I started learning um, and really embodying um, Koya that I'm, I'm learning to be a teacher for, it was actually 
listening to my feelings, which is my intuition as well, which is my instincts and gut intuition, all that kind of stuff. It all, all is the same thing, but really listening to it. And as soon as I let go, amazing things have happened. Like I have felt like I've surrendered and, you know, now I'm wanting to learn more about following this, which is why I love this show. It's, it's enabling me to do that and talking to you and your guidance already and what you've said. But again, there's a struggle. So people um, who are wanting to change will most likely be in this um, precipice, I guess, on that cliff of do I stay what I'm doing or there, there must be another way. And the other way is your way and that's following your intuition. So when you first started, you said, you know, it wasn't always easy, but what did you do to keep the faith, I guess, or to really connect to the intuition? Because like even for me to start with, I thought my intuition was just mind talk, just chatter. Do you know what I mean? So how did you, how did you do that? Yeah, I look, I did a lot of, um, you know, I think, you know how when you look back on your life and think if I could just do it again, it'd be so much easier. (laughs) Seriously, if I was, if I was a um, water park back then, I'd be a slip and slide, you know, I just. (laughs) I love that. Seriously, man, I was so like, ah. It's doing it the hard way. I, I, I really feel like, you know, the, the strengthening my, my connections with the, the 12 high vibrational principles that I live and work by now, man, if I just really tapped into those back then, I just would have saved myself. In fact, when I did tap mm. into some of those back then, it felt amazing. So I, I can certainly say that um, when you were talking about feelings and you were talking about, the, you know, it's all the same, um, what, what I was doing was I was actually doing a lot of digging and a lot of inner child work and a lot of process work with recovery resources, Shirley Smith, who I ended up being a personal assistant for for a little while as well, which was great. And I really loved their courses and they were amazing. Um, just so good. But what I really needed to tap in was while I was connecting to a lot of my feeling feelings that were old, perhaps lots of carried over shit from my childhood and all that kind of stuff and really digging and getting a lot of the crap out so I could actually get to my intuition. Um, I didn't really tap into those high vibrational frequencies as much as I could have. So love and joy and peace and unity and, you know, all those ones that we, that we call in with the everyday light worker principles. And so for me, I, I was, um, I was like, yeah, as I said, like up and down, like a yo-yo Tammy. Um, I was binging again when I couldn't handle the feelings. So I'd be digging for the feelings and then I'd be eating them over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And so what I, what I found was like that the easy way, the easy way to actually feel safely, feel safely so that we're not escaping our bodies and, and living in our heads and living above our feelings because we can't get to our intuition if we're not in our bodies. Uh, what, I, what I would recommend is lots and lots of filling and connecting with higher vibrational frequencies and lots of invoking and lots of pulling in and lots of being comfortable with high vibrational frequencies. Because what can happen then is as the stuff that needs to come up to be let go of or transformed, it's easier. It's just so much easier and quicker. And not only that, but when we are at peace with our feelings and our processes and all that kind of 
you know, level two stuff that we do in like work practitioner training, which is lots of inner child work and things like that. We have to get to that, that relationship with self stuff. Otherwise we can't clearly maintain a clear connection with spirit. So it's, it's really, it does, for me, it gets in the way, you know, as I said, our little will gets in the way, right? So in other words, uh, step one, I would say handy tips would be willing to connect with higher resources first mm-hmm. before you dive deep into feeling work then second that you've got a, enough of a higher self on board to be able to support uh the feelings to thaw and then as your feelings thaw and you release the ones that are unresolved in those li- lower vibrational frequencies you tap more clearly intuition faster so mm-hmm. yeah so originally you have to invoke and call in and and it is a faith exercise because if you can't feel anything, like maybe perhaps all you can feel is numb because um, mm-hmm. people do come in like this or they have like all their guards up and, you know, if they're invoking shit, they're just, it's just going to bounce off them anyway. But the, what I say is spirit will help you remove stuff if you're willing. That's all mm-hmm. you need to do. Mm-hmm. So it's really a process, Tammy, of getting clearer with your intuition First, it's being willing to, to connect with higher resources. Second, it's, it's actually emptying and transforming the garbage that might be getting in the way, um, creating a fuzzy antenna. Because the feelings, the feelings that we have in, inside our body, they are, um, it's part of our emotional intelligence. And we can create a higher EQ frequency when we've evolved and moved through our grief processes. When we're actually you know, in our chakras, if we've got something going on that's wounded, like an imprint from a past life that hasn't been resolved, then what can happen is it interferes with our intuition on a subject. So we might be faced with a decision for work or a relationship or how to take care of ourselves, but we're getting a fuzzy reception because we haven't actually addressed that. So that's what I would recommend is, um, I think for me, I was going into level two or diving into emotional process work before I'd really forged a connection with my higher self and those higher resources. And I could have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of pain and a lot of heartache if I'd done that the other way around. Mm. Wow. That is just, you, those tips that you've just given is really something people can do themselves and really, you know, um, or even find out more. And again, like, this is for people to, you know, come to and be with open mind and, you know, especially if they're finding what they're going through isn't uh, working. But, like, if people want to, um, and I really want to bring this up, like, I know we can do it at the end, but, like, your light worker practitioner training, it takes you through all this, like, in a very, very beautiful um, way and explains everything in a detailed way, but it's not overwhelming and you can take your time with it. Though so I find, um, yeah, it, it is really the one to, I found, crack open. Do you know what I mean? Like um, I had this massive, sh- again, I had those walls. I had that shell. I felt so numb. And, um, again, you've, you said um, previously when I started that level one could probably take the longest because that's when you're actually, you know, breaking through those barriers and actually connecting, and that can be the hardest. And once I did that, it was, you know, things started feeling better. But, again, it's a process, and we can't expect it to be fixed like that. And I think that's what everyone needs to understand is it's a journey, and we can't look at being at X, like, when when this, I'll feel this. Do you know what I mean? Like, and when I do this, I'll feel great. It's like, no, 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 no. 
where are you now? Let's, let's enjoy that stage, each, each process, because it is a process. And if we allow ourselves to enjoy every bit, when we get to X, it's going to even feel even sweeter and better, isn't it? And, and the Lightworker Practitioner training really helps you with all of that, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess um, it, it certainly does. And, you know, for, for those people who have that goal that they, well, they even feel an inkling that they want to actually step into helping other people, um, mm-hmm. it helps well, it's got the process there to help other people, but it also assists you to actually recognise. I like to say, shine all the no, shine the light in any any unhealed places. Absolutely for sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, it does definitely do that. I've had to make it really clear to people that it's not a therapy course because that's mm-hmm. particularly why I, I did the I've done the course Everyday Light Worker One Hundred and One based on the Everyday Light Worker Bible now, Tammy, because it's helping people to prepare themselves energetically with those principles that we do work on, those 12 principles. And so then people are actually able to process, they're able to get through that. So if they actually feel clear enough to go into Lightworker Practitioner Training as a calling, then it's probably probably a lot easier for them to navigate mm-hmm. after that because they can go, oh, yeah, done all my personal shifting. It's like, oh, yeah, and they can really get a lot out of all oh, this process. I can see how they're all working, all the principles working in that process. And my God, you know, and there's a lot of that insight that's kicked in um so and you know people are attracted to the course at different times for different reasons and some people don't really know that they're going to hit like a wall on some level with um (laughs) i've had people hit a wall um like level four with their heart chakra because it's all based on the 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 moving through levels of consciousness you see so Mm -hmm. and they got to level four and they didn't realise they were so blocked in their heart space and they've gone level one two three and they've done wow my third eyes open my crown's open my throat's open embracing my shadow it's all rocking but then they got to level four and they're like oh my god this is my this is my biggest thing this is i connecting connecting to everything it's like oh my god and and then major transformation will happen for them you know so it's really different for everybody too um and it really does take you by the hand and help you to um i mean it did for me and I was, I, look, I'd done a lot of work on myself. I'd bloody done, I don't know, how many years of recovery? 15 years of recovery. Millions of courses. And then I'm traveling through this training. I'm going, holy cow, this is like, this is, this is the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just bringing it all together. Just bringing every single thing together. And uh, having written the training and then rewritten it through the books and then put it online Every single time, Tammy, I'm actually doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing it. And it's been, I can only say, like, if that was the only reason why Lightworker Practitioner Training existed, it served a pretty bloody damn good process, uh, purpose for me. Yeah. Look at what I'm doing with my life and how many people I'm helping. And I just feel, I I had that realisation the other day. It's like, well, what if it was just for me? What if I channeled it through and it was just for me, you know? And what if no one ever g- goes off and wants to do anything with it? What, what if, you know, there's no attachment to it. Like I don't have an attachment to it, but it's enough. So, because look how many people we're helping. That's right. And, and I think too, like usually when we sort of, um, well, it is, it's when we get, uh, focus and in love and passionate about something that we're doing when we are able to share with others we're always 
in it. We're walking our talk, so to speak, as well. It's really enabling us to be in it all the time. And usually that's our healing happening as we do it. So with the Lightwork Practitioner Training and when I'm doing my Koya, it's the same thing. Like when I get to hold classes, it's just as much for me as what it is for the other people, you know? And like, even if no one came, I'd still do it. But they sort of give me that um, accountability as well, which is fantastic. And I love sharing space with amazing women. But it's the same thing, isn't it? Like with, like you said, with the Lightworker Practitioner Training, you get your healing as well whilst giving it to others, you know? So you have created, I think it's about creating that system of where you get nourishment as well as giving nourishment. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just a one one-way street is it tammy if you do things from the head all right what usually happens is the one-way street thing okay because you're doing what you think you're capable of doing mm -hmm. and, and then getting caught up in the detail of that process boom 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 like you would take yeah you know schedule schedule blah blah yeah but if you actually listen to what your guidance is it's always going to be serving you at the same time, serving your expansion at the same time, making decisions based on that are going to take the, the, do I have enough money out of it? Do I have enough time out of it? You don't fucking have enough money not to do it or enough time not to do it. Mm -hmm. you, you, you watch the money go down the drain by you not doing it. Yes. Seriously, not kidding. That's how I make my decisions. That's how I actually live my life. And my husband and I, we do this all the time. We're like, okay, can we afford not to do this? That's what yeah. we ask ourselves. Because if we're being called to do something and we're making it about the money, just think about it this way, right? Because this is really important and key for people when they're making their decisions. If you're on your deathbed and you never made that decision and you knew it was that, you knew that you had to do it because you're looking back and going, shit. That, that was something I was called to do and I didn't do it. How the hell would you feel? Yeah. And I had to take it there myself. I've gone, okay, this, if I don't do this decision, I'm going to feel on my deathbed mm -hmm. if I never did it. And you take it there and then the money goes out the window and it doesn't matter anymore because your legacy of your energy and your expansion in this lifetime is what matters. And I think that's what we've forgotten. That's what we've disconnected from, isn't it? A lot of the time, yeah. We, you know, uh, we've got caught up in uh, being resource poor because we haven't been receptive. And the two are very connected. Because when you think about receptivity, it's about receiving information. Now, if we're not receptive and we're not receiving information from spirit, then we've closed off our receptivity, which means the money flow and the resource flow and the time flow is actually bouncing off us and it can't reach us. So in order to expand, expand and become, you know, un, unlimited resource potential, we need to start to be receptive. And, and just money is just one part of it. it. It's just like, and it's really not the most important part either. It's just a flow on effect because when you like, for me, I have been doing my business now for like a year and a half and it was not, you know, it wasn't anything really, you know what I mean? Like, but I trusted that I had to do what I had to do. And, you know, my husband was like, it's okay, you know, because luckily we have, you know, we are in a situation when it's not so dire, but it got to a point where it was where we had this massive tax bill and I'm like, I have to go back to work. Oh, you know, drama, drama, drama. Then I yeah. went, 
only money. And I don't want to go back to that work. I know this is what I need to do. I have such like the, the knowing, um, I'm, Doubtedly, that I needed to keep going on what I was doing, and now that I've you know really let go of that need to have a certain amount of money in my bank account and you know all this stuff, now it's about really how does it feel, and I following my guidance, and as I'm doing that, that resource comes automatically, and when we're not focusing on the materialistic side of things, we and we trust that our higher selves, our our guides, our um, God, you know, whoever you're connecting with, that, that high vibration is always supporting you in every way that you need. But sometimes it will take you to prove this to yourself and um, to allow yourself to receive, because I think that's what happens when you go through that poor state is that you're like, okay, I know I'm here, but I really trust. And as soon as you start really surrendering and giving your faith in that trust, it will come. Yep, I totally agree. It's never about the money, Tammy, ever. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really mind if people really want to argue that point at all, but in my experience, it's never, ever about the money. And why I can tell you that right now is just because I've worked with the other side and spirits for a long time mm -hmm. and no one ever talks about money. Mm -hmm. No one ever talks about money. It's not it's something gone, that they don't, it's not a commodity that they use over the other side. So they're, just, they're actually just concerned with, you know, are you accessing your truth? Are you living your life purpose? Are you connected to your joy? Are you feeling love in your life? Are you, they're actually, you know, more interested in how, how, how are you expanding yourself? Um, so for me, I think people do get caught up in, that's their go-to. I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time or I don't have enough permission, like support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really under all that is I haven't, I don't feel I have enough. Yeah. I don't feel I am enough mm. because seriously, if spirit told me tomorrow, I don't know, something weird that I had to do that costed more money than I had, I'd be like, okay, well, show me how, what do I do? Mm. I wouldn't say, oh, no, I can't, don't have enough money. Yes. Yeah. That. that wouldn't be my go-to. I just say, okay, show me how this is possible. What do I need to do to make this possible? That's what, that would be my go-to. Perfect. Yeah. And that's, and it's such a wonderful way to do it as well. And that, the out of trust and um, that opening yourself up to opportunities and possibilities, isn't it as well? So it's just fantastic. So now we've talked about intuition, money, you know, these really, and I think for people who are going to be watching this, it's really going to help them, especially if they have their own business. Um, but more on a, uh, just, a, a, not just in business in life, it's going to be, it's going to help them in every way. But one thing that I really, really want to talk to about, talk to you about is your joy. This, you call it like this puppy joy and, but it is, it's so contagious when you're talking, you know, you just exude this beautiful, um aura and energy and it's just so pure like there's just it's not um it's not fake it's not you know i'm just always happy but it's just you you are in this state of joy and i know you know it's uh, taken time for you to get to this place but what how are you there and i guess you know, can you explain a bit of more about how you get to be in this state? You know what I mean? And um, what do you do? Anything like affirmations, intentions? I know you connect to um, spirit, but other ways people can connect to that joy as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, actually, if I did a little breakdown of my um, my joida, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <sighs> I would have to say maybe like as a kid, joy was a cover up for other stuff. So there was a time in my life where I was really serious and didn't have a lot of joy. And also I felt like there was some put downs as well for my joy when I was a kid. So I had the cover up using joy, fearing being too joyful because I might be put down. So I had a lot of work to work through um, to really get to authentic joy. But I feel like my authentic joy is really connected to the level of trust I feel with spirit mm. and when I'm really trusting and I'm really in that free space of it's all serving me all for my high school, how can I not be happy? It's like, seriously, it's like joy on steroids, joy, joy steroids. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, because you know what spirit has the, the biggest thing I think for me in maintaining my joy as a spiritual enlightened being because I feel like well they told me I was an enlightened being a few weeks well the end of 2016 and I didn't really broadcast it to the everybody because I'm like I was actually going am I I really I was actually like are you sure (laughs) are you sure I'm enlightened um and um and they're like (laughs) yeah you can hold the space for the darkness and still love it and you can hold the space for the light and let it in so, yes, you're an enlightened being. Not a lot of people can do that, and especially not a lot of people can do it over prolonged periods of time, which you can do. And so I was like, okay, well, that's simple. Sure, okay, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, so for me, it's, it's, it's really about um, the fact that spirit is very clear on this. Spirituality is not about denying your humanity. It, it, it's it's so not about that. It's it's more about poking fun at your humanity because it's so hilarious, um, and you know, being being that person who just adores your humanity's uh, weirdness, quirkiness, funniness, you know, bizarreness, um, and just is able to have a laugh and a chuckle at it because it's so funny. It's like the things we do, the things that we do that are cute, they're cute for cute sake, but the, the stuff that we do as well that you know, like, you know, before when I was talking about my, my intuition and my journey and, and how I, I said, like, if, if, and I've, I've never said that before to anybody, but if my, if my kind of recovery was, you know, a, an amusement park, it would be a slip and slide, like, because, you know, I can find the joy, I can find the humor in it. Mm. I'm not looking back at my, at my journey and going, oh my God, it took me so long. What, what was wrong with me? You know, I'm just going, it's hilarious how long it took. I could have, I could have had so many shortcuts. It's just, it's just funny. Yeah. So, you know, and so for me, it feels it's, it's about being okay, more than okay with being human. Mm. And that's why, because being human is fun. What's not to enjoy? There's a lot of stuff that we don't want to embrace about it, but if we can actually love it and, and, and find the fun or the humour of it, then we're going to have a, a fun time. We're not going to get caught up in beating up ourselves, beating up other people, beating up what happened. We're just going to go, this is hilarious. I wonder what lesson we are meant to be learning right now. 
this is mm. crazy. What's going on? And it's just such a different perspective to have that everything is serving us and growing us and expanding us, the, the dark, the light, all of it. Does that, does that make sense? Can you see how easy it is for me to be yeah. joyful? Tammy. It, is. it is. And I think we get stuck in being in depression or being in this and being in that. And I'm not going to, cause I know that we're coming up to time, but um, it really is about seeing it all where you are. What can I learn from it? And as soon as you change that mindset, as soon as you change that thought pattern, you see it, you, you sort of remove yourself. You're not attached to that situation anymore. And you can allow yourself to go, okay, so this happened, yeah, okay, so how can we move along? I've learnt this and this, let's move forward now. And it's not staying stagnant or stuck in those emotions because, yes, you feel them, yes, understand them, but know that now it's, you know, that, that was a lesson and let, let's let's keep moving on from that. Do you feel that as well or is that how? I'm like, my husband and I joke about this. We're like, what we could have done instead Yes. You know? So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, good example. My husband was expecting uh, a financial bonus, double what he got, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he gets the bonus and we're like, I just said, I'm really grateful. What about you? He goes, yeah, I'm really grateful too. We're like, this is awesome. And then um, I said, I know you're expecting double this. And he said, yeah, I know, but how often does your company just pay you some money because you're awesome? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't something based on any particular thing you did, okay? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. don't worry, you know, we've got something for you. And so he was like, I wonder, you know, because he'd been expanding himself in the business and whatnot. So this is the example. This is a very concrete example of how we could have, created unnecessary chaos and what I would consider a financial block. We could have gone, well, those fuckers, why didn't they pay enough money? Um, you know, don't you value my husband? Do, 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 do. Look at all he's been doing for you. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, my God, don't they think enough of you? Can you hear the chaos that we could have created? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, bastards, you know. Oh, my God. We don't know what their financial situation is or how much they can spare. The yes. reality is, is that the money that they actually paid my husband is going to help us and we are really grateful because mm -hmm. it's going to help us do more of what we do at the yeah. mission that we do. So technically, they're supporting enlightened conversations. Yeah, technically, yeah. technically, that money that may have been perceived as not enough is actually helping us to spread the message around the planet. Technically, money just dropped out of the sky for us. Oh, my God. And we didn't go, ugh, okay? So yeah. you get And right. so, yeah, this is, this is how we can um, project unhealed wounds on situations, um, block flows of money, um, make it all about something it's not absolutely not about. And so for us, it was about stepping into gratitude and saying, you awesome people, thank you so much. And because what my husband... If you if you look at it this way, my husband could have turned around and projected all that stuff within the business as well. We just had that mm -hmm. silently laughing at, as to what we could have done. But he could have done that, right? I wonder what that would have done for his business relationship and expansion within his business if he'd done mm -hmm. that. My feeling would be that there wouldn't be a lot of people that would want to work with him. No, However, no, no. 
instead he's been offered a trip to um, Sri Lanka to go with his, to the national sales manager to go to expand their business. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's, yeah. it's like I'm providing real core hard examples because I think it's really important for people to see how this just happened like yesterday, you know, in our life, um, money drops out of the sky, you know. It's amazing. And thank you for sharing that because people just go, oh, yeah, you can say that, but where, you know, where does it really happen? And it is so true. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I have absolutely loved this conversation and I have just got so much from it. The learning is just phenomenal and your, the space that you, you share and give to others is just amazing. So Michelle, thank you for today, but I would love to, um, for you to share where everyone can find you because I really feel that, um, you know, there is always positives um, with being connected with you in some way, whether it's just on Facebook or even your courses, your books, you know, so where can they find you and what you do? Yeah, sure. Look, our main website, it's actually lightworkerreflections.com. Um, and on there, we've got all our courses, training, our magazine, Lightworker Advocate magazine. There's even an Enlightened Conversations tab you can go into and see all our episodes, podcasts and trailers for all our episodes. Um, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel for Enlightened Conversations, you can actually find us on YouTube. Uh, it's uh, YouTube forward slash HC Reflections, which is Higher Conscious Reflections. <laughs> so it's all about Higher Conscious Reflections. So you can go onto YouTube and like us and subscribe to show your support. Um, if you guys want to um, find me on Facebook, I've got a public page. Uh, Lightworker Reflections have a public page. Uh, Enlightened Conversations has a public page, which is a TV program technically on Facebook. And uh, we've got live streams happening all the time. So you can uh, join in the live stream. At the moment, uh, we're looking at bringing the, them through Enlightened Conversations public page. Um, but I, the technology is catching up with us. So hopefully by the time this airs, it will, will have caught up with us. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, I'm running them through my, pers my personal personal page at the moment so can actually um live stream into facebook which is cool um yeah and i'm basically a person that if you're genuine and you send me a request to uh if you want if your business you know wants to support what we're doing um if you're interested in some sponsoring opportunities we, we definitely want to sponsor businesses who believe in what we're doing and and are happy to be sponsored by those businesses as well um, and if you're looking at contributing to Lightworker Advocate magazine as an author, you can always um, send us articles. We've got a submission guidelines up on our website. Um, and what else, Tammy? Oh, if you're interested in becoming a guest or a host on the program, obviously contact us there because we've got our contact page on the website. So we'd love to hear from you. And also, I guess, um, if people are already in um, this space of wanting to heal others and grow that and get a real tangible um, process on, like we said, you know, with the Lightworker Practitioner Training, there's always that available as well. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, um, we've got a student uh, portal that if you're interested, you can enroll to do Discover Lightworking, which is free, and it will help you ascertain whether or not you feel called to do Lightworker Practitioner Training or the Everyday Lightworker 101 or where you're at. And it certainly gives you a good guideline. It's a 40-minute course, and it's, it gives you a good guideline as to what we're all about, what those 12 principles are in, de, you know, in a bit more detail for you, and whether you feel you really resonate with um, 
either course. Awesome. And your book, um, the, your Lightworker um, Bible, that also too is um, available on that uh, website, isn't it? Yep, sure. Uh, well, it's the link to Balboa Press is on our website. So we uh, allow people to order those books through Balboa Press because they do the eBooks as well. So it's all done awesome. um, through Balboa Press at the moment. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you everyone for joining us. And I really recommend that if you are wanting to expand in some way or get more guidance, that Michelle is definitely, again, someone to, um, to connect with. And I also too, like with Earth Radiance, I'm always here to talk and to share and I love talking to amazing women. So if, again, you want to be um, a guest on my show, send me um, a message or email through um, Earth Radiance um, and www.earthradiance.com.au and you can find all my details there. So thank you so much, Michelle, and have an amazing afternoon and thank you again. Thank you, Tammy. It's been an absolute joy and an absolute blessing and I really appreciate you being um, one of our hosts and doing an amazing job and I can feel love and I can feel the energy coming out of you as a host and really flowing into me as a guest and I, I'm looking forward to your guests in the future and also the people viewing, obviously viewing episodes, receiving that gorgeous energy that you've got as well. So thank you for uh, asking me. I'm honoured to be part of your show. Thank you for your support. Bye. See you, bye.